discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. He says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified in you. Did you enjoy the confessions? Oh Lord, it's me again. Wow. Grace to be found. See, I received grace to be found. Grace to be located. Hallelujah. God bless you, Pastor Papo. Let's give him a big round of applause. So, I'll just add a few things and allow you to ask questions. Okay? You may kindly take your seat in heavenly places. Let's pray and then we'll start. Father, thank you for this morning. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. Thank you for this opportunity to be in your presence like this. I pray that as your word comes, our hearts and our minds are consumed with your word. The ministry of your spirit is practically present amongst us. Thank you for expressions of your spirit. Thank you for understanding that is granted to every single one of us. Even in Jesus' mighty name. We receive your word with meekness and gladness. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wow. wow. So what did you learn from Friday? Those of you who are here. How many of you are here on Friday? Beautiful. What did you learn from Friday? I spoke about two categories of single, um, single people, isn't it? We have those who are single and are not ready um, to mingle, isn't it? Single but not ready to mingle, isn't it? Single but um, are preparing. Single but in preparation. Hallelujah. Then I mentioned single but what? But ready. Yes. And I mentioned I was going to give you some more light on that one today. Single but what? But ready. Single but ready. See, I'm single. But I may be ready. Or maybe in preparation. Which category do you fall in? Which one are you in? Ask your neighbor, which one are you? Which category are you in? Are you in preparation or you feel you, feel you are ready? Hallelujah. Did you get an answer or you didn't get an answer? No answer. She didn't answer. Hey, you have to answer. They want to hear from their lawyers first. Amazing. So you could, you could, you, you, you have to know when you are ready. You would know when you are ready. Do you see? You would know when you are ready. It's like knowing that you are a boy or a girl. It's natural. It's not complex. Some of, some people have gone beyond being ready. They are over ready. They are overripe. You are over ready. Do you see? Hmm. I shared some messages. This year, I, I spoke on choosing a life partner. So that is a message for those who are ready. Yes, if you are ready, that's a message you need to listen to. And you need to um, allow to really sip into your heart. Okay? Choosing a life partner. And I mentioned how you can't choose um, as a child of God. If you're a child of God, unless you are not a, if you are not a child of God, that one is different. You can do anything. We can also talk about that one. If you're not a child of God and you don't want to do it God's way, or you can be a child of God and not want to do it God's way. You get it. That one too is there. I mean, you can decide. You have your own mind. Only know that you have a lot of troubles. But marriage is very complex for a lot of people. It's a very simple thing. Very, very simple. I mean, I love you, love me. How difficult is that? What else should we explain? It's, it's actually supposed to be very simple, but it's and very beautiful. But because of misunderstanding and because of individual mindsets concerning various things, it becomes very complex for many people. Hallelujah. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. 
It's supposed to be simple. I love you. You love me. Let's get married. We get married. We continue to love each other. Happily ever after. Next day, we're doing a conference called Happily, Happy Ever After. That, that will be in February. That is for married couples, those who are married. So if you are married, you come for that conference. If you are not married, then we see you. We'll bomb you. Hallelujah. Yes. Happy Ever After. We'll talk about um, enjoying your marriage and then children, parenting, into details. Hallelujah. Is it a good thing? So, it is supposed to be very simple. But because of mindsets, how you feel things should be done, how you think things should be done, expectations, setting unreasonable expectations, you have a lot of confusion in marriages. So many, so many things. It's amazing. Yeah. One guy in church, you know, he, he would come and go and come and go. I'm somebody who was in church for some time. He's dead now as I'm talking. He wanted to mess around. He's, he's, he's from Nigeria. And he wanted to mess around. We have a lot of Nigerians in our church. We have, we have maybe, if I'm not exaggerating, maybe over 100 Nigerians. Maybe more, maybe 200. A lot in some of our, many of our branches. All over. He wanted to mess around. Do you get it? So he took his wife and his children to Nigeria and was here in Ghana. And was doing, I mean, he brought another lady in, doing all kinds of things. One day the wife called, video call, and noticed that there was another lady in the room. He said, what, do you, what is this? What is happening? He sent a voice message and said, do you think that my penis is for you alone to enjoy? It's not for you alone. Yeah. You are surprised. It's not for you. Pastor, Pastor Ellie knows about it. It's not for you alone. What do you mean? It's not for you alone. What, do you, what are you talking about? So I can't, if you two, if you like, go and do whatever I want to do, I'm doing whatever I want to do. And he was just messing around. And was not listening to the word of God, allowing the word of God to help. He's dead now. Because a friend poisoned him. His friend poisoned, poisoned him. His pastor called him. He was on his way to church. And the friends called him that he should come for a certain party, get together, something. When he went, they went to poison. He turned and they went to po- they poisoned him. And that was it. He's gone now. Hey! Life is a very interesting thing. If you don't allow the word of God to guide you, you'll be surprised that some things will just go off. Now he's left a widow with two children or three children, something like that. So allowing the word of God to guide you, it's, it's, to your, it's in your own interest though. God does not benefit much from any of the, you obeying him. You benefit from obeying him. And you benefit from keeping his word. You see, if you learn to keep his word, it will be to your own good. He says, my son, incline thine ear unto my saying. Proverbs chapter, chapter, chapter 4, verse 20. Look at Proverbs 4, 20. It is to your own good. I mean, my son, if you are a son, you attend to his words. And incline thine ears unto my sayings. Next verse. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. Like, keep the word of God. Let it be primary in your life. Let it guide you. It will guide you with respect to who to choose. It will guide you with respect to who to marry and how to stay in the marriage. You see, keep them in the midst of thine heart, for they are life. They are life unto those that find them and health to all their flesh. It will bring you life. It will bring you health. So it is in your own interest to do it the way God wants. It is in your own interest to do it the way God wants. If, if, if God has been around for a, long, a very long time, longer than you have, so your mind cannot, you can't, your mind can't be the one to lead you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Many things. People have complicated their lives so much because they couldn't, they didn't learn how to keep their, their body. Yes. I was going to talk about that on Friday. You must learn to keep your body. You have to. You have to. The feelings are there. Ask your neighbor, do you have feelings? Tell your neighbor, me, I have feelings, though. I don't know about you, but me, I have feelings. Hey! Yeah, the feelings are there. I tell you. Yeah, I tell you. Movements. See movement in the system. You realize that, hey, Charlie, I am a person. <laughs> yeah, 
you have to learn to hold. If you don't learn to hold yourself, you you see that you have children in many places. And they will start cursing you for not taking care of them. You have girlfriends in many places. Or boyfriends in many places. You have voices. So many complications. Hallelujah. So when you, be, when, when you realize that you are ready, as soon as you realize you are ready, you have to start praying. Okay? You have to start praying. And remember what God has said with respect to choosing. God says, choose from his house. Abraham told his servants, come, Genesis chapter 24, if you remember. I was mentioning it on, on Friday. Abraham told the servant, come, and I'll send you to Padan Aram, to, to um, Syria, to take a wife for my son, not from amongst the Canaanites, but from the other place, where I came from, from amongst my family. Because the Canaanites did not, they did not respect God, they did not love God. If, if you, if, you see, even those who respect and love God are having problems. How much more those who don't respect and love God? Your beauty will not keep your marriage. The styles will not keep your You can have all kinds of styles. It will not keep your marriage. That is not it. There's something inherently wrong with human beings, especially with men. There's something wrong. I mean, we, we, we all don't know what it is, but there's something. Can't you, haven't you noticed that there's something? It's like, you have a wife. Everything is there. But then you see somebody else and it's like, ah, you are looking. I, I mean, there's something. We don't, it's, it came with a fall, I think. Yeah, because God don't put this one there. <laughs> Are you in a church? Yeah. So every lady, you should know that men, men have the something. And it takes the Holy Ghost. Only the Holy Spirit can keep a man. Only the Holy Spirit. Nobody else. What, your beauty, what, what will your beauty do? You will be surprised. Am I surprising you? The ladies, are you shocked? It is the truth. Whether he's a pastor, a bishop, an archbishop, elder... Senior pastor, senior bishop, primate bishop, anointed, on anointed, whatever he is, you will be surprised. You will be shocked. Yeah. So you can't, you can't just say yes to anybody. I don't know if you get it. You can't just say yes to anybody. Because that's a problem. Oh, how many guys realize that? You, there's a problem, like there's something wrong. Yes. I mean, it, it, it's not everybody who's, but you, yeah, you, can, you can witness. They are all, all those who are not, they are all liars. They are all liars. Yeah. Be honest. Yeah. Be on, there's a problem. Yeah. Sometimes you can't even understand what you can You don't understand. Ah, what is all this? You can't analyze the thing, but it's not analyzing. Oh. It has not analyzed. Oh, Charlie. Oh. Charlie. You will fast. Still you will fast. Still. You will pray. One, let me tell you. Sorry, let me tell you. Sorry. One pastor went for, he went for a retreat. As he was having the retreat, he was praying. Kela balaba, shala balaba, re balaba, malabalaba, malaguba, shabalaba, malabalaba. And then a thought entered his head. Like that. He stopped the prayer and went to masturbate. I tell you. Yeah. Yeah, just like that. Pressure. It's like a certain kind of pressure. The guys, are you? Are, am I saying the truth? Am I? It's the truth. Yeah. Pressure. Like you know, we don't know. We all don't know where it is from. We don't know how to. I mean, there's a, there's clearly something wrong. Oh. Whether you are married or my, makes no difference. Whether you are 60 or 35, makes no difference. I mean, there's a pre- there's still there. Your wedding day. One pastor saw somebody on his wedding day. On the wedding day, when he finished the vows, everything, and then he looked back, he saw this, and he said, ah! Then he said, to his, he said in his mind, Mamis, you have really worried me. The wife was called Mamis, he said, Mamis, you have really worried me. Ah! Wow. Yeah. So, I don't know why you would want to, you would want to cut the interest of someone who doesn't love God and have, have the hope that you will change the person. You have hope that you will change the person. 
What the Holy Spirit is trying to work on, you are, you want to, you can solve the problem. Hallelujah. Are you in the church? Yes. So as for someone who fears a lot on his or her own, without your input, you, you can't, you can't overemphasize, you can't overemphasize it, you can't, you can't overlook it. Someone who loves God, he will have problems. Oh, he will. Everybody, don't have some, don't have some hopes and some experience. If you're a lady, don't put yourself in the, in the, in the drive that, like, don't trust in man. If you're a guy, don't trust in man. The Bible says, curse is the man that maketh flesh his arm. Jeremiah chapter 17, verse, verse 5. The one who makes human, a human being his resting, like his trust. You, you have a problem. That's a curse the man, curse be the man that trusteth in man. Have you seen it? So the one who trusts in man is cursed. God says, Don't trust in a man. You can't trust in a man. Hey. <laughs> your trust must be in God who will help the person. So you give your trust to the Lord to help the person, to keep the person, to keep your wife, to keep your husband. But when you put your trust in your, your heart to be broken, you'll be surprised. Hey. Shh. You see, these things, and they are not said much. But I, I want to be very honest with you. Yes. I want to be very, very honest with you. Cares the man that trusted the man and maketh flesh's arm and whose heart departed from the Lord. So you, 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 you've seen this boy. It's like, oh, this boy is very holy. He's very this. He's very he's sanctified. He's, he's righteous. He's anointed. He's this. So you put all your trust in him that uh, all your problems are solved. Like, I don't know if you get it. Oh, I mean, we are, we are cool. You better be praying. You better be praying for the person. Yeah, rather than settle and say that, oh, this young man is the best young man. He's a holy, ghost-filled, tank-speaking, tank new creation guru. Are you a new creation? Are you, are you struggling as a new creation? Yeah, it's the truth. So you trust in God to keep him and to help him. You trust in God as a guy to keep your wife and to help your wife. Hallelujah. Hello? Yes. But then you, you have to make a choice of somebody who loves God. Like it's you, the person loves God. It's not, a, it's not a final thing that because the person loves God, it's finished. No. You still have to pray. But at least it gives you it covers about 70% of the problems. There are 70% of the problems people have that you will not have. I don't know if you get it. 70% to 80% of the problems other people have, you may not have. Especially as a lady. Looking like ready to say yes to somebody. Check if the person really loves God. On his own. You have to. Without your involvement, you having to say, come to church. Let's pray. Let's do this. Let's do that. Let's read our Bible. I mean, I mean, you, you, you shouldn't be involved. You should have a personal relationship with the Lord. Yeah. Maintaining it on his own. He's interested. Not changing because of you. <laughs> you get it? He, because of you, he's changing. And you are happy. Oh, pastor, since we met, he has, he has changed. <laughs> You'll be surprised. I've seen some before. I blessed the marriage. Three months later, they started having problems. Three months later, I blessed the marriage in December. By March, they wanted to divorce. Yes, just a few years ago. The guy traveled to a certain place, a certain country. He had sex with about five people before coming. Yeah. The wife could not even find him. As I'm talking to you now, they, they are in different places. The wife is here, the husband is here, this one is here, this one is here. They are all living their lives. Yeah, he knows who I'm talking about. But he came with, you know, it's like a change. Drastic change. We were all shocked. We were all surprised. Like, Wow, this is very powerful. Thank God. Glory to God. We're giving glory to God. Not knowing he had his own mind. Yeah, when everything settled, then he decided to start doing what he wants to do. Yeah, he, he changed because of the circumstance and the situation he found himself in because he wanted that particular girl. Yes. Hey! So, now that you are ready to choose, now that you are ready to be chosen or ready to... Uh, uh, say yes to somebody or propose to somebody. Make sure the person really, 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 really loves God on their own. 
on their own. Is it a good point? Or you still don't think it's a powerful point? You will be shocked. Like I said, there's a problem. And only the Holy Ghost can keep the man. Only the Holy Spirit can keep the person. First Thessalonians chapter 4 from verse 1. Furthermore then, brethren, we beseech you, brethren, and exhort you by the, by the Lord Jesus, that as you have received us, of us how you ought to walk and to please God, so you would abound more and more. Next verse. For you know what commandment we gave you by the Lord, by the Lord Jesus. Is this a commandment we gave you by the Lord Jesus Christ? Next verse. For this is the will of God. This is a commandment. This is the will of God, even your sanctification, that you should abstain from fornication. This is a commandment of God. It's hot. He says you should abstain from fornication. Yeah. I mean, you can't change it. You can't say the pressure is too much. My underparts are boiling. You can't say, I mean, you. Know, <laughs> this is what God says. Someone asked me, what is fornication? Someone, some two ladies came to ask me in this church. One day, I think this was in, back in February or so. I preached along these lines. And they, they came after church. One was 19, one was 17, 18, I think. They came to ask, what is sex? I said, hey, what kind of a question is that? Sex is sex. Why? What, what's going on? And they said, oh, it's kissing parts. It's fondling of breast parts. It's fingering parts. Yeah, yeah, they were asking me right here, asked, right, here right in this place. Yeah, it's fingering parts. It's blowjob parts. If you don't behave like you don't know what I'm talking about, the way you are saying, hey, this one, this one I mean, ah. let's be serious. You know more than I do, so relax. Let the pastor preach. Yeah, is this one part? Is this one part? Is this one part? I said, hey, everything is part. From beginning, all that you have mentioned is it because in their mind they said, and they were on, they were being very honest. They are on vacation, that's why they are not here. They, are, they were being very honest. To them, they were not told that all of the things I've mentioned was was sex. They were told that. In a, a penetration is sex. Like penis entering vagina, that is sex. Do you understand? Uh -huh, that, that is sex. But every other thing that we do is not sex. It's communication. <laughs> it's a certain type of communication. I assure you, the place is very hot. I tell you, it's hot. It's delicious. Wow. wow. Sit down for two minutes. You see, the Bible says that do not put, who can put a coal of fire, hot coal in his bosom, and expect not to be burnt? I mean, you, you've put burning coal. Will you do that on a normal day? You see hot fire, and then you put it in your, in your bosom like you are in love. I'm in love with that. You are just caressing the hot fire. Will you do that? So that is, what, that is what you are doing. Everything that includes the, includes, I mean, it's a sexual act. My wife, oh, it's not, it's not true. My wife is here. It's not true. It's true. Maybe you should come and tell them. Yeah, because what I'm saying is like I'm a bad person. Maybe ask my when my wife says it, you realize that. Yeah. Amplified of which one? This one. Uh huh. Best. Okay. For this is the will of God that you should, you should be consecrated. <laughs> you should be consecrated. I'm hearing, I'm hearing somebody start saying, ah, 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 ah. You should be consecrated, separated, and set apart for pure and holy living. That you should abstain and shrink from all sexual vice. All. Oh. All. Oh. oh, it's too difficult to understand. Yeah. Oh. Because it, it's, it's, a, it's a step. I mean, if you, if you go for marriage counseling, they'll tell you that it's a step, step by step. Love making is steps, instant steps. You start from somewhere and then you end somewhere. So long as you have started, you have started. I don't know if you get it. Yes, if you start all of that, it's, that is it. So I explained it to them that, hey, sister, they said nobody told us. And we're being very honest. They said nobody told us. 
Yeah, and I explain it to them that that is it. I mean, if you're allowing somebody to be kissing you, fondling your breasts, fondling your bottoms, I mean, putting his fingers in some places and all of that, you should know that you are, you are I mean, it's working, it's happening. It's happening. It's happening. You are dishonoring God. Yes, it's happening. Live. Yeah. So you need somebody who, 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 would, who would love God. Who loves God? I mean, not a Canaanite woman. Or a Canaanite man. Who does not care? They don't care. They don't care. I mean, sex is nothing. Fornication is nothing. It's a, it's a form of, you know, declaring your love. Yeah. Be more loving. I mean, you're just loving people all over the place. <laughs> yes. Hallelujah. And these days, people are living with people. Cohabitation. Many years ago, my wife had a, a friend in the UK. And, you know, that friend called. We were talking. And my wife said, oh, she's getting married soon. Then the, the friend said, hey, are you, are you living with your boo? Are you living together? He said, oh, no, we are not living together. And I think the person was really surprised. Like, hey, eh. Because it's like it is normal. We are cohabiting. It's not, it's not supposed to be like that. It's not scriptural. We are not married. Why should we? These, there are things that are sacred. They are, for, they are for people who are married. It's not for people who are not married. It's in the Bible, Hebrews chapter, 11, Hebrews chapter 13, verse, verse 4. I mean, don't, don't behave like these things are not there. They are there. So if you are ready to, if you are ready to choose, choose somebody who understands God's word and knows what God says and will not start giving unnecessary pressure. Because I know people who have proposed to people and then they start giving them pressure. Now that we are going out, let's, let's be happy. I can't, I can't contain. I can't keep it. Since you are preparing to marry, let's, let's, I mean, I can't contain. The same way he couldn't contain when he was with you is the same way he can't contain when you are married and he sees somebody else. Same thing. I'm, oh, same, same thing. Same thing. It happens all the time all the time. The same way he couldn't contain with you. What makes you special? Is your buttocks or your breasts? Check the nearest lady by. You realize that the person also has breasts here. The person also has buttocks. Hey. hey. Is it a message or is it not a message? It's a message. What is special? There's nothing special. Nothing. Understand that as a lady. There's nothing special about you, about your buttocks, about your breasts, about what? About how you talk about my friend. My friend, let's be honest. Let's be serious. Yeah, that is why people. A lot of people have side chicks. A lot of we are married. Have, have, have many side chicks. Yeah, because your wife is not. It's not. It's not. It's powerful. But hey, let's be serious. Yeah. If you understand that ma- man, man has a problem. Not man as in generic. I'm talking about males. Male. Male. Adam's sons, males. <laughs> if you understand that they have a problem, you'll be very careful. And you will not, you will not put yourself in, the, in a place where it's like, oh, I, I, I'm looking at money, I'm looking at this. I mean, you are looking at my, you'll be surprised. You'll be shocked. You, the lady. Genesis chapter 3 says that your desire shall be for your husband. Are you a lady? You have one desire for your husband. You are the one who likes marriage. Not men. I'm not, I'm not lying. It's a tr- you are the one who likes marriage. Genesis chapter 3. Your desire, just type your desire shall be for your husband. You see, Genesis 3, it was part of the things God was telling the woman when they fell. As God was talking, he said, you, you have desire for husband. Didn't say the husband will have desire for wife. Genesis 3, 6. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, no, not this one. Go down. It's down. Hey. So you have to be smart. Yeah, I mean. 16. I said even those who are Holy Ghost filled, tongue talking, whatever, are struggling. They are struggling. They are str- it's true, eh? The way I've stood up. I mean, I mean, you realize that, Charlie? It's not easy. Hmm. It's not, it's, not, it's not that somebody has done the person juju. No, that is, how, that is how it is. It's no juju. There's no juju anywhere. That is how it is. If he opens that door, you'll be surprised. Yeah. When you go to, listen, you're a farmer. I'm sorry. You're a farmer, right? Where, where are you? Uh-huh. You're a farmer, isn't it? How many male 
Come. How many male cows do you need for a farm to work? How many male cows and how many female cows do you need for a farm, a cow uh, farm to work? I hope I'm saying the, the, the thing right. Yeah. Thank you, Pastor. Yeah. Okay, so a cow, you just need a male cow, one. One male cow. Yes, please. For like 10 females. 10 females. Yes. Yeah. One male cow. Yes, for like 10 females. 10 females. Yes. The male then, cow will be fine. Fine. Nothing wrong oh, with it. Yes. Yes, but And then Piggy, you just need one male for like 25, 30. Females. For a Piggy, you need one male yeah. to 25 to 30. Yes. How about goats? He says he wants to know about goats. For goat today, Pastor Free Show. That's for goat there. Yeah. Oh, uh, one goat to 100. Oh, like, yeah, 100. When it's one year and above, yeah, that one can service like 100. Wow. But when it's one year and below, you just give it yeah. 50. Wow. Turn to the nearest brother by you and say, How are you? How are you? How are you? It's good to see you. It's good to meet you. Nice meeting you. Thank you very much. Yeah. The guys feel like what? You feel like being a goat. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we shouldn't even talk about dog. Dog. Uh, he can live and he just, he's all over the place. You can have a, a dog and he's, he, he, has, he can leave the house for one year. One year, he has not come back. One old man in, in, in Chicago, eh? Who had a male dog? <laughs> he had a male dog, very faithful and loyal to him. One day they were walking together, and the dog just left and returned after about six months. And he couldn't believe that the guy's loyalty, the dog's loyalty, was, was brought into question like that. Why did the dog leave? Because of some ladies he saw, some lady dogs he saw. Some, I tell you. Yeah. He says, Unto the woman, he said, Genesis 3 16. I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception. In sorrow thou shalt bring forth children, and thy desire shall be to thy husband, and he shall rule over thee. This is what God said. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Your desire shall be to thy husband. So it is you who wants, like you want family. Husband, wife, children, nice home. A1, nice something. Which is, which is what God wants. Uh -huh. But there's something inside every male that doesn't want this because of the fall. Yes. He wants to service many. It's just sex they think about. There are too many sperms that need to be distributed. Yes. Yes. He has to do it. So in his mind, so if you are going to be choosing and you're just choosing, I mean, you have a problem. You have, it's, 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 it's almost like I mean, I'll be a prophet in your life. Like it, will, it will definitely happen. As for cheating, maybe you have to stop talking about that aspect for your marriage to work. And it, a lot of wives have come to that point where they have to stop. They don't talk about their husbands. So that, I mean, there can be some happiness. Yes. At least, at least when he goes, he comes back. I mean, you, can, you comfort yourself and console yourself with that. But if you really want somebody you can sit with, you are talking, a friend you are with, you are growing together, you are living together, everything, raising your children together, Charlie, you need someone who fears God. You need someone who is Holy Ghost filled. I'm telling you the truth. Someone who really loves God. If, if you don't, if you say yes to somebody, now that you are ready, eh, look out for and pray for somebody who loves God and not, will not love God because of you. Because of you, because of, will change because of how holy you are. Hey, he should have his own holiness. He should have his own whatever. Because you are not as impressive as you think you are. It will change. You'll be surprised. And he will rule over you. You'll be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. There are some homes where the husband brings the girls home. I mean, he brings the help. There's a case we're handling now. I mean, this guy. The wife can be coming and there's somebody in the room. In another room. You remember? It's the, the, the another lady is in another room and he's having sex with her. When the wife comes, he will finish and then go and meet the wife. Oh, you're welcome. He'll put the wife somewhere and con go back and go and continue. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he doesn't care. You, do you want, is that what you want? And the wife knows. The wife can't do It's like, I don't know what to do. I don't know. Yes, you will not know what to do because you see, you didn't really check. Eesh. Yeah. You are, not, you are not as impressive as you think, you are not as beautiful as you think. 
you are not as hot as you think. You, all you need to do is to say yes to somebody who loves God on his own. The mistakes will be minimal. He will make mistakes. I'm not promising you that you know, he will make mistakes. But it will be very minimal. Minimal. Yeah, minimal. You wouldn't have to fight so much along those lines and get so much broken heartedness. You know, I mean, a lot of wives' hearts have been broken. Uh, the heart does not exist anymore. It's finished. So they start poisoning their children. Yes, they start poisoning. A lot of us have been poisoned by our mothers over the years. Is it true or is it not true? I mean, you don't like your father because of what your mother said to you. Yeah. It's like that. Wow. So someone who loves God. You are, are you ready to marry? Are you ready to mingle? Pray. 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 Genesis chapter 24. Pray. You have to start praying. I don't know, maybe you're expecting something, but you have to pray. You have to pray. You have to pray seriously. Pray. Ish. Or else you'll be shocked. You'll be shocked. Your marriage can kill you. You'll be saying yes to the person who's going to kill you. Hello? I mean, there's a story all over the place of a lady who has vanished a long time ago, and they are saying that it's actually her husband who killed her. But they are still investigating. It is possible. Very, very, it's one of the easiest things in marriages. Yeah, the husband kills wife or wife kills husband. There's a killing somewhere. Yeah. Poisoning something. Daddy's salt. Have you heard the story of daddy's salt? Yeah, this man died. And uh, the police was doing investigation. And they realized that, uh, as they were interviewing one of the children, the child said, oh, there was a special salt that my mother used to put into my daddy's food. I mean, when we are cooking, when mommy is cooking, he would put some of the soup aside and then put, that soup is for daddy, and then he would put special salt inside. And we are the ones taking it for her. We don't know what is in that salt, so maybe you can check that. So when they checked, there was glass. They had, she had grind, grounded glass, glass, nicely into the thing. Yes. So the man's intestines were just cut with time. Wow. Yeah, beautiful wife. Yes. Yeah, because a guy has broken her heart. Like, this is not what we start, this is not what we set out for. Is the, the girl is also doesn't fear God, so she can do some things. Yes, they may have, they may have, they have, they may have broken your hearts, but it doesn't mean that you should kill the person. H. Wow. Not someone who fake it to someone who really loves God. Hey, don't joke with it. If you joke with it, you are joking with your life. Yeah. If you don't pray before you get married, you will pray in your marriage. Whatever it is, you will pray. You will pray. Your marriage will be a major prayer topic. You can't pray about any other thing. Major prayer topic. That you are praying about all the time. Hallelujah. You can't fake it. I mean, if you want a good one, you can't fake it. You need God. You need to pray. You need to pray. That is what it is. You need to pray. Hello? You need to pray. Genesis chapter 24. Let's look at it. Wow. Genesis 20, 24, verse 12. So this servant has been sent to go and look for a wife. And in his attempt to look for a wife, he starts off by praying. Yeah. He starts off by praying. Oh, now they're beautiful. You are seeing her beautiful. You are seeing her wonderful. You are seeing, but you don't know what is hidden somewhere. Yeah. Listen, these days, what the people, oh, those people used to do that when you are ready to marry, enter the church and then whoever you find you marry, like marry a church. It's not that, it doesn't work like that now. You don't know who is sitting, but <laughs> someone's sickness comes at 11.45 p.m. You never, you never know. In the night, his, her madness starts at 11.45 to 11.50. Then she start twitching. <laughs> ah, you will be surprised. Around 12 a.m., she's holding knife. Moving around. You need to pray. You need to pray. You need to pray. I don't know if I'm making it. Because that was all we did. Anna Mebua. Is that not what you did? She prayed. Me too, I was praying. Lord, Charlie. We don't want problems. Lord. Lord. Oh, God. So the confessions, you have to record it and play it for your level. Oh, God. Oh, God. It's me again. Hey. You need to pray. Yes. You need to pray. Because you see, marriage is actually the message of God. 
marriage is God showing you mercy. Eh? Let me go down. For both a man and a woman, it's mercy. It's God showing you mercy. We are in verse 12 now. Go down. 24. Chapter 24, verse 27. Let, let's read from verse 26 so it makes more sense. And the, the man bowed down. He's talking about the Abraham's servant, okay, who had come to look for a wife for Isaac. And the man bowed down his head and worshipped the Lord. I mean, it was a very spiritual something. The whole search for a wife was very, very spiritual. Abraham made him swear that you will not take anyone from here. And when he got there, he prayed. When he got to the threshold of the place where he was supposed to choose a wife. So when he got to church, he prayed. He didn't say, I'm in church now, so whoever comes. No, he prayed. And said to the Lord, Lord, whoever you have shown... Okay, go up. Verse 12. Go to verse 12 and then we'll come back to verse 26. Behold, I stand here. This is the prayer of the, the, the servant of Abraham, okay? Behold, I stand here... And he said, O Lord God of my master, Abraham, I pray thee, and send me good speed this day, and show kindness unto my master, Abraham. So it's kindness. Marriage is the Lord showing you kindness. Marriage is the Lord showing you mercy. He says, show kindness unto my master. Next verse. Behold, I stand here by the well of water, and the daughters of the men of of the city come out to draw water. It's time for service. Many people are coming to the service. Many wonderful, beautiful ladies are coming to the service. Next verse. And, and let it come to pass that the damsel to whom I shall say, let down thy pitcher, I pray thee, that I may drink. And she shall say, drink, and I will give thy camels drink also. Let the same be she that thou, also, thou hast appointed for thy servant, Isaac. Thereby shall I know that thou hast showed kindness unto my master. So it is the Lord's appointment as well. Marriage is the Lord's appointment. Getting somebody, it's God, it's God appointing somebody for you. Are you in the church? Yeah. It's the Lord showing you kindness. And he prayed. It was a spiritual thing. If you are ready... Shall I pray? Don't use your eyes. Don't use your... I, someone came to church. We have a lot of churches, so you may not know which one I'm talking about, okay? We have over 26 churches. One of our churches had this guy coming in through this one door, and a lady also coming through another door. They came to sit in church, and they, they became friends, and then they started sleeping with each other. The pastor said, oh, what are you doing? It's not supposed to be like that. Oh, my, my, my friend, go away. They ignored the pastor. I mean, the guy came in maybe about three weeks or four weeks and then saw the lady. The lady had been there for about two, week, two months. And then all of a sudden, they started doing things. They were sleeping with each other, doing all kinds of things. And they, the, the both of them left the church. They can handle it on their own. And the lady got pregnant. And the guy realized that after some time, he realized that, Charlie, the lady, she's, there's something wrong with her. And she's a very dangerous person. So he started running away small, small. I mean, you don't know whose who's sickness. I mean, <laughs> hey. he started running away small, small. He started coming back to church. When the lady realized that he was going to church, he said, you can't, you can't put me in this situation and go back to church. You can't come and take me away from church and you will go back to church. What do you mean? Hey, I'll show you. Do you know what she did? She took the baby out of her womb. I don't know how she did it, but she pushed the baby out and put it on the guy's bed and took a video shot of it. And sent to the guy who also was in church that come, your, your, your baby is waiting for you. Come, waiting for you. Come. Yeah. I mean, her madness, that is, that, you don't know. So it's the fact that we are all here does not mean that, I mean, it's like, oh, let's kiss and say goodnight. Like, oh, Charlie, we did church. We, we did church and so you must pray. Hey. Yeah. This is a true story. Don't you know about it? I know about it. I know about it. Yeah. True story, not something, not, not CSA, something we know that happened. Yeah. Wow. So it's kindness. Is the Lord showing you kindness? Is the Lord showing you mercy? The guy was praying, Lord, show me. Show me. Do you see? And when, when he got the results, he said, The Lord has been merciful, has been. Go, go, go to that place. We're reading 26, right? And the man, bowed, the man bowed down his head. So if you're a guy, you shouldn't just be making, you shouldn't be like, hey, she's beautiful, she has this, she has this. You won't see it after some time. You won't. That's the truth. You won't. So let there be something higher. Let there be a higher reason. Okay? And this man, the man bowed down his head and worshipped the Lord. Next verse. And he said, Blessed be the Lord God of my master Abraham, who has not left destitute my master of his mercy and his truth. The Lord has been merciful. He has showed my, my master mercy and truth. I being in the way, the Lord led me to the house of my master's brethren. The Lord must lead you to where you are supposed to go to. Ish. The Lord must lead you. Share. Yeah. 
You must allow the Lord to lead you. Yeah. Pray. Tell me about pray. pray. Speak in tongues concerning this person. No? Yeah, when you realize this guy is coming around, he started talking to you in a certain way, you are relating in a certain way, start praying. Start praying. Lord, lead me where I'm supposed to be. Lead me away from where I'm not supposed to be. Yeah. Bring things out that you want me to see. I don't want to enter this thing blind. Open down my eyes that my behold wondrous things. Yes. Wow. Pray. Pray. You are ready? Pray. The next one is that if you are ready, as a lady, be kind. Be a kind person. Double in kindness. Nobody wants to marry a Kantan cross person. Sister Subai, change your attitude, change your character. Yeah. Guys want people they can live with. And ladies also want guys they can live with. So for a lady, become kind. Hello? Double in kindness, a.k.a. humility. <laughs> a.k.a. what? Humility. humility. Double in kindness, a.k.a. humility. Like, be nice. Be a ni- are you ready to marry? If you are ready, you want someone to come, you want, I mean, start, become a kind person. Decide that you will be kind. The kindness Rebecca showed Abraham's servant was not a small thing. It wasn't. Yeah. Go back up to verse 14. The, the man prayed that the ladies who are coming out, I mean, if he asked for a drink from one of them, the person should opt to, to give drink to the camels. Isn't it? Yeah. Let the girl to whom I say, lower your jug and give me a drink, and who answers, drink, and lend me also water your camels. Let her be the woman you have picked out for your servant Isaac, that I'll know that you are working graciously behind the scenes for my master. The Lord must be working graciously. Then Rebecca came, and so it happened that the words were, the words were barely out of the mouth, his mouth when Rebecca, the daughter of Bethel's, whose mother was Milka, the wife of Nahor, Abraham's brother, came out with a, jug, a water jug on her shoulder. I mean, this girl was humble. If you go down, you will notice that Rebecca had a nurse and had servants who were serving her. But she went to fetch water. You, go, you can look for it. Go down. When, she was, when, Rebecca was going, she, when Rebecca was going to her wedding, like when she got married and she was going to her husband, she didn't go alone. She went with her nurse. And she went with her maidens. So she had maidens. She had a nurse. She could have sat home and not done anything. Yeah. Verse 15, right? 59, look at it, verse 59. So they sent them off. Their, their sister Rebecca with her nurse and Abraham's servants with his men. Hmm? Next verse. And they blessed Rebecca saying, you are our sister, live bountifully. No, go back. Because you are reading a message, you didn't see it. Go back. Let's read King James. And they sent Rebecca, their sister, and her nurse, and Abraham's servants and his men. Uh-huh. And he blessed Rebecca and said unto her, Thou art our sister, be thou the mother of thousands of millions, and let thy seed possess the gate of, of those which hate them. Next verse. And Rebecca rose and had damsels. She had damsels. Damselic ministry. She had damsels. Damsels and ladies. Uh, maybe you can read the message and see what it will say. Rebecca and her young maids. She had young maids. She didn't need to go and fetch water. She was humble. Humility. Yeah. Because you may, you may never... You see, if you don't, you don't become humble as a lady, who's ready to make yourself... Like, to be in certain places. Do you see? Yeah. If you don't humble yourself to be in a choir, for instance. You don't humble yourself to be, in, to be an usher, for instance. You don't humble yourself to do something else. How would they see you? When we're close now, you came with your beauty, you went with your beauty. It is not only beauty that makes you marry you. How would they even get to know you? I mean, you are here, but you are not exposed to anybody. I don't know if you get it. Yeah. Am I shouting or I'm speaking? The, am I, am I, I'm shouting the word to you. Hey! We are not seeing you anywhere. You are not humble at all. When you come, you take pictures and then you leave. You want to be saved, you don't want to save anybody. She had maids, many maids maids and a nurse but she was available 
She did one of the most humble things to do in 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 in, in, in Middle East to go and fetch water. Yeah. Ish. I'm preaching. Yeah. yeah. If you don't see what you can do, or like you don't you don't humble yourself to become low. There are three keys to, to, to marrying as a lady. Key number one. How many of you want to know the keys? Key number one is humility. And that's what I'm talking about. How many of you want to know key number two? Key number two is humility. How about number three? You want to know number three? Number three is very, very powerful. Number three is humility as well. Three keys to marrying as a, as a single lady. Humility. Yeah. I remember seeing my wife, we went for uh, 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 an evangelism something, and she was working in the kitchen. The one who was always driving a car, she, has a very, she had a very nice car. Nissan, is it Amera or something like that? Yeah, Central Amera. This is 2004. She had a nice green car. And when she's inside, she, she's, she's driving with her left hand. Just changing her gears and she's going. Hey! It's noisy. But to see her in a kitchen, I was like, hey, this is nice. Like, she doesn't mind. She was in the kitchen, cooking. For more than, more than 100, way more than 100 people, they were cooking. Yes. Your fingernails are looking like, uh, what? Dragon claws. Dragon claws. Yeah! All the time, you can't, you can't calm down. Eesh. Are we saying working, wearing your fingernails is not? It's, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong. I mean, she's beautiful. She, I know she's beautiful. She's serving in the Lord. Serving. Someone will notice her. Yes, someone will notice her. Someone has noticed her. I mean, she, she, she has a beloved. I mean, are you, do you, I'm going home. I'm going home. No, 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 no. <laughs> she had maids. She had maids, maidens. But. Hey, let's do what we are supposed to do. Yes. Hard working lady. Form Juma. Groundwork. Every time. You don't want to, you, you don't want to do it. Nobody will notice you. That's the truth. Nobody will notice you. Yeah. And when it is too late, is it because every lady has. Hallelujah. There's a time if you don't open up now, when it is time, and you wait for, on, for no reason. You, you are not waiting because God, God wants you to wait. You are just bouncing people. Very soon you realize that nobody comes. The flower is... Either people are afraid of so many things. Age, uh, status, maybe you have, you have risen power. Guys too, I mean, they want somebody they can work with. Uh-huh. So it's like you have risen too much. And you have risen so much that you, 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 are, not even, you are not humble as well. Do you get it? So he doesn't know whether if he marries you, you, he will, you will marry him or he will marry you. We don't know who will marry who. Are you, are you see what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. So it's like everybody becomes afraid in a certain way after some time. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Become humble. Yeah. My wife is a boss at her workplace, but she's not the boss in my house. When she she's a big boss. I mean, you have big people responding to her. You say, my friend, move here, yeah, do this. Give instructions. But when she comes home, she's my, she's my baby. Yeah, I call her baby. She's my baby. Right now, I have a daughter, and I call my daughter to baby. So when I say baby, she's confused. Who, is, who are you calling? Are you calling me or are you calling a baby? Yeah, I noticed that she's, she's, she's getting confused. But you are my original baby. I mean, every baby is. They are all renting. All those people, all our children, they are renting a house. They are renting a room in our house. Very soon they'll go away. We are the baby. Hallelujah. Eternal baby. Clap for the eternal baby. She had servants. Servants. She had servants. Oh. And you know what? You see, her humility was so strange. Eh? Her humility was so strange that the servant of Abraham was shocked. At what? He prayed that prayer, but he didn't think that it would come to pass like that. It came to pass clearly for him. Do you know what happened? You see, do you know how many gallons of water you need to uh, satisfied for one cat, uh, camel to be satisfied. Can you check it? Check it on the internet for us so that we see. You need a lot for one camel to be satisfied. About 50 gallons of water. Check it. 
And the man, the man said, the person should give me water. And also feed, drink, all, make all my camels, 10 camels, drink water. You need to be extraordinarily, you need 20 gallons for one, for one, uh, the kufo, one gallon is kufo, right? The kufo, yeah. You know kufo gallon. How many liters goes into that one? I mean, it's so much. The big one. About 20 liters goes into that one. Is it, so, and she, 10 camels. Sorry? 53 gallons for one camel. They can drink it in three minutes. Hey! Internet is the one saying it. It's not in the Bible, it's in the internet. Wow! She fetched for all of them. All of them. You need to be extraordinarily kind to do something. Will you do that? I mean, you will not do. I will not do it. Ah, I can give you the water, but your camels. I mean, how, how, why, Charlie? Even if I, I will do one, 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 and then I'll go. Ah, I'm too tired. Though. Let's go home. Maybe they can get you water. She stood on her feet and fetched the water for all the ten camels. Many gallons of water. Five hundred and thirty gallons. Each. Drawing it. It's not that, you see, it's not that the Abraham's servant did not have other men with him. There were other men with him. Go, go down to 60. Genesis 24, 60. Do you like my message? You need to be kind. You have to be kind. How did Rahab become, how did Rahab get married? Rahab the prostitute. She was a prostitute. She was kind to some spies who were from God. She became very kind to them and hid them. Because of that, she saved the home. And because of that, she came into God's family and got married and became David's grandmother. Yes, David's grandmother. Kindness. And some, some of the ladies are too wicked. You are not nice at all. I mean, even when you're walking around, it's like, I don't know why. why, what, are, why what are you looking for in life? It's like, you are too beautiful, beauty conscious. Beauty is what? It's vain. A woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. Beauty is vain. Don't let your beauty take over your life. Like if you are so beautiful. So like, I don't know if you get it. It's like nobody can even say hello to you. Every time you're coming, you are. That small girl, there's a small girl, she's just walking like that. It's too much. I'm just speaking, preaching the word. Don't get angry at me. I'm just preaching the word of God. Like, calm, calm down, small. Yes. You may have a lot of, you may come from a very beautiful, wonderful home, but become, you see, every, every woman must have a quiet and a meek spirit. That's what makes you attractive. That's your charm. Your charm is in your quiet and meek spirit. You see, that does not mean you shouldn't be confident. We are not saying you shouldn't be confident. As for confidence, it has nothing, maybe you should talk about it for them to know what I'm talking about. Yes. My wife is here, she should say something. Come and say something. Yes. Clap for her, come. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Good, good morning. <laughs> People are giving me precious more, but it's good. Yeah. So I think Pastor is saying some very wonderful things. So as a woman, I think Pastor Marilyn asked me a question on Friday, right? Yes. About the dressing. You know, she was worried. So, okay, so is that if you dress well, so that's one to drive people away? And I said, no. It has to do with the person wearing the dress. <laughs> do you understand? So, for example, there is, you have to dress well. You have to dress well. Okay, but there are some people who are so concerned about the dress they are wearing that it shows. They are so concerned about whether I'm wearing Gucci, Fendi, uh, Tommy Hilfiger, you know, so that's a spot they are. Um, should I say, their confidence is in. And because we are spiritual beings, whatever thing that you do, you communicate it. We are spiritual beings. So you may be coming to church, but then you are so concerned about those things, you know, so you communicate it and it repels. But if you can buy it and wear it, there's nothing wrong with it. 
but don't let that one be your what's what is your worth your self-worth some, so some it people, is in the bible yes first peter chapter three mm-hmm. yes, okay yes, yes. verse one two and three yes, peter. first peter chapter three one two and three Likewise, you wives, be in subjection to your own husbands, that if any obey not the word, they may without the word, without the word be won by the conversation or the life, okay. eh, the lifestyle of their wives. While they behold your chaste conversation coupled with fear, whose adorning, let it not be the outward adorning of plating of the hair and of wearing, and of, wearing of gold, of putting on of apparel. Uh-huh. Next verse. Okay. But let, let it be the hidden man of the heart, in that which is not corruptible, even the ornament of a meek and quiet spirit, which is in the sight of God, of great price. So this is the scripture. A very, the one, um, verse 3. So this is something that God ministered to me when I was in um, university. Okay. We all like to dress. You know, so I, I, I like to dress a lot. Not too much, but I, I knew that I was pretty and I looked nice in the dress. Do you understand? I, I, I'm, a, I'm a churchgoer. I'm, I pray a lot. I speak in tongues. I'm in the prayer team, everything. So one morning, I had, I had this dress there that I had meant to wear to church for so long. This white trousers and some, some pink shirts. Be, you know, I bought it sometimes. It's like, I've, I've meant the dress. <laughs> So Sunday morning, my, my roommates, they had gotten ready. They were going at a Ijase in the, in the, in the hostel. So they, they took the lead, and I was wearing the dress. You know, as I'm wearing the dress, I'm feeling, don't wear it. But I want to wear it. It's nice. You know, I'll look good in it. So I put it on. Hmm. And I walked to the junction. And the Holy Spirit said, go back. It's like... I'm feeling sick. Go back. So I, I couldn't ignore it. I really couldn't. I don't know what would have happened. I don't know. I don't know. So I went back and I changed it. I had never read the scripture before. I had never read it before. And it came to me. It came into my spirit that let it not be that of outward adorning of plating of hair of wearing of gold or putting on of apparel. So the understanding I got was that let not your beauty be dependent on the things that you are wearing on the outside. He said, but let it be the hidden man of the heart in that which is not corruptible, even the ornament of a meek and quiet spirit, which is in the sight of God of great price. It was as if they had whipped me. You know, I felt so ashamed. You know when the Holy Spirit chastises you like that? Nobody knows, but only you. It's like, like, yeah. And it stuck with me. And I, you know, some people quote it and say, I don't wear earrings, don't wear necklaces. No, but what I was taught was that don't let your beauty be dependent on those things. The most important beauty is that of the hidden man of the heart. So we got it now. Yes. And that is what we have to we have to look at, meditate on it, and pray with it. Okay. And then the scripture in is it Proverbs or Ecclesiastes? We talks about the the woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Okay. Okay. Favor is deceitful and beauty is vain. Favor is deceitful, and beauty is vain. The beauty. You look at your mothers. They have all everything has gone down. And normally the people who engage in all these, um, you know, extramarital affairs, their beauty, their beauty is not, I don't know, they are not beautiful, I don't know how to say it. No, they, they don't look nice. They will put on a lot of makeup, now makeup is helping a lot of people, but they will put it on to be heavy. When you see them, eh, if you are somebody who goes, they are, they are they don't attract you. You see that they don't attract you. The people they attract are the people in their same circles. It's like like begets like. So one of the things that we can, if you are misbehaving, eh, the glory on your face, it goes down. There's a glory that we carry when we are having fellowship with God, when we are focusing on the, the inner man. You carry a glory. And when you are losing it too, everybody sees it. 
So one attracts a certain group of people, the other attracts another group of people. Do you understand? So this um, scripture about the meekness of the heart, I was telling um, Pastor Marilyn again that there's this pastor in Christ Embassy. Oh, there's this wonderful pastor in Christ Embassy. She's part of the. Yes, Pastor Diola Phillips. She's one beautiful lady. And it is not just her face. I remember when Pastor Chris came the first time, went to Christ Embassy, we're helping out. And she passed by me. She'll pass by you, and you won't even notice that she's passed by you. But when you, you, you see her, she has peace. You literally feel peace. I said, wow. Even I said, wow, this woman is something else. This woman is a prayerful word somebody. Even when she's on TV and she's talking, you feel it. She oozes peace and calmness. But she's very bold. I use that because of her confidence. I'm not trying to say that when you are supposed to be humble, you are supposed to be timid. That not is the all. wrong Ghanaian definition of humility. That is not humility. The timidity, that is like you are not supposed to be able to do anything. People are supposed to just step on you and all that. That's not what I'm saying. Humility of the heart and mind is that if somebody does anything to you, you forgive the person. You don't hold it against that person. You love people. Okay? You don't think of yourself better than other people. You don't lord yourself over people. Okay? You are not domineering. You know, you are given, should I say, a position in church and you dominate people. You let people feel like they are insects. They are, you know, that is not, that is pride. That is not what we are talking about. And timidity is not as if every time you are sitting down, you are crying. When we ask you a question, you won't answer. You won't raise your hand. Typical Ghana people. But pride, that one is another type of pride altogether. But that person is sitting there criticizing everybody in church. Marking everybody and saying, as for me, I'm not like this. And as for me, I'm not like that. As for me, I'm... <laughs> as for me. And then criticizing everybody. And when they say, come and do something, you, you won't do it because you, you are humble. No, you are timid. You are timid. So that's the difference. Do you understand? So as you, as you stay in God and as you have your relationship with God, you are bold, but you're humble. It affects you. It affects you. Yeah. You are bold, but you're humble. You are bold, but you know that everybody is important. You, you defend the weak. You stand up for people who are being, you know, put down and people who have been hurt. So that is how come you're able to help other people. Because your strength is in God and your boldness is in God. Hallelujah. Beautiful. God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastor T podcast. Simply search for Pastor T on any podcast app, plug in and enjoy God's word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless.